You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. W265CG Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Alabama, first and 10 on the 12. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. I can still see you playing that full black, knocking those players out of the out of the way in there. I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember when we came to summer and you were playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight room and watched the watch workout in the weight room. If you could pick up, you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to pick it and I run in that pitch and take the Biggest, biggest mistake we ever made. The Martin Houston Show with national championship winning fullback Martin Houston. Giving you one hour of intense, hard-hitting analysis from an insider's perspective. It's time for the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Good morning. Welcome into the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier on Tide 100.9. It's a wild card Wednesday. We're ready to get things rolling as we move into the uh, game week. Uh, the, the final countdown has eased just a little bit closer to Alabama versus Utah State. Uh, of course, uh, yesterday, uh, Thank X Joe DC for stepping in and uh, covering as I was um, out on assignment. So back, glad to be back with them. I know they talked a little bit about uh, the roster, and I want to have a little bit of that conversation with them and with you today. Also, uh, we're, we're, you know, kind of get some different opinions on surprises. I saw that. Uh, the, the three of us were all a little bit right and maybe a little bit wrong on uh, the wide receiver position. What other shockers from the roster uh, may pop up uh, from from what you saw? Uh, how much movement will we see in this depth chart as we look uh, throughout uh, the season projecting uh, which guy, which spot sees the first rotation? Uh, it was kind of one of the things that uh, that I was looking at from a from um, uh, a, as I reviewed uh, that particular uh, depth chart from Alabama. Excited, man! It's hard to believe it that we're we're, we're up on it, but cannot wait for Saturday. Uh, what's the biggest thing you're looking for this Saturday? Also, uh, what uh, what's up with the um, Alabama players in the draft? I mean, in the league, uh, some surprising cuts uh, over the last couple of days uh, from former Alabama players uh, that may be looking for a new team or maybe looking at their last time to strap on uh, the helmet and shoulder pads. So we can talk about that. It's part of the wild card. And then this uh, something that I, I brought up at the end of the day on Monday was, uh, you know, th this game is going to be interesting to see how Nick Saban plays it out as he preps for Texas in week two, uh, which Sarkeesian seems to be saying, I'm not going to let you know who my starters are, not going to let you know my depth chart, may not release one for the 2022 season. So we'll uh, – be guessing at who's going to roll out there uh, week one, but we'll know it for sure uh, by the time Alabama takes on Texas. So we can talk about that. We can talk about which one of the three Alabama Heisman Trophy candidates uh, candidates get the opportunity to step forward this week, which one is most likely to have a Heisman-worthy type of game based on the opponent. So that could be part of the conversation. Hey, you may have something else totally, totally different that you want to talk about. Well, that's what's good about the Martin Houston show. 
the sound of Alabama Sports, your show, your team. You're welcome to call us up on the Alabama One Hotline at 205-342-9904 and tell us what's on your mind, what you want to talk about, 205-342-9904. Or you can add your thought, your comment, your questions on chat. All right, let's bring in X. Good morning, X. How you doing, sir? Good morning. Doing well. How are you this morning? Doing, doing well. Doing well. Now, uh, because I was uh, traveling and then in a meeting, I did not get to hear uh, all of what you all talked about uh, a little bit yesterday. So uh, um, I'd like to get get some of you and Joe's thoughts on on the, on the roster. Um, I know we we had given our opinions on the. <laughs> on the wide receiver position and it looks like all of us had a little bit of a little bit of insight into that uh, uh, in terms of the Alabama uh, depth chart and uh, who ran out there from the from the starters and uh, both Kobe Prentice and Trayshawn Holden uh, Made made the cut, so I guess guys. When was the last time we saw uh, an Alabama <laughs> uh, uh, offense? Uh, when you think about it, skill position. Do you realize the only returning starter in the entire skill position? Did y'all talk about that? No. Yeah, do you realize the only returning starter in the, all the skill position? Yeah, it is Bryce Young, which is really interesting. And, of course, Cameron too. once he gets healthy, he'll be back in that starting lineup. But going into week one, yeah, it's only Bryce. <laughs> only Bryce is the uh, – Bryce Young is the only returning skill position. Uh, in. um and, and, and so I guess with that, guys, you kind of look at that and go, huh, what, what do we expect offensively? Is that, that, that a good thing, bad thing, challenge? You, you really don't really think about the fact this team is sitting at number one, and, and, uh, and, and right now all the skill position is, uh, is gone. And Nick Saban, really, when you look at it, Bryce Young, uh, the way the season ended, there's two starters by it. Two on the yeah. offense. Bryce Young and Emil Ikeo, right? Yeah. Ooh. I didn't huh? realize that. I didn't realize yeah. that at first. <laughs> so, uh, Joe, is that, I mean, is this, I mean, like, like that, that's kind of just, that just kind of happening. You just kind of look and go, okay, uh, uh what? Does that give you any pause for concern? Not week one, of course, but uh, does that give you any pause for concern when you look at this Alabama offense? Uh, does it give you any pause for concern for Alabama's offense to take a step back? Are you considering any? Are you considering Darren Dalcourt as a starter either? No, I said from the end of the last end oh, of last okay, year. Okay. I mean, of course, you you, you technically have. Uh, Burton was a starter somewhere else. Prentice was a starter somewhere else, and uh, Dalcourt was a starter here last year. No, I don't. It didn't give me any cause for concern as long as Bryce is healthy and and running the show. I've, I've got I've got supreme confidence. Yeah, and, and that's what the crazy part is that that you have two guys that started Alabama's national championship game on this starting lineup, but you have what Burton. Uh, Steen, Dalcourt, and I, f I forgot to throw Gibbs in there. They have all started a lot of college football games. So I'm, I'm with you. I, I don't have call, call, uh, any cause for concern, but it was just an interesting note when you, when you look at it, just how different, um, this starting lineup, how different this team could really look, guys. I mean, in some ways, it kind of, Kind of excites you, makes you um, this starting lineup. When I saw it, said, "Okay, well, maybe I do need to tune tune in uh, with a little more anticipation on Saturday than I would have 
ordinarily because you usually don't have that many different guys uh, uh, coming back. But skill position-wise, do you still hold Bryce to the same standard, being that he has an entire uh, new receiving core? He has uh, entire, like at this point right now, uh, tight end core and um, none of the running backs in the season. Do you still hold Bryce Young to the same standard uh, as, as this season goes along that I've heard people say he has to match last year's numbers or beat last year's numbers if he's going to win a Heisman? Um, I, I don't know about him winning the Heisman just simply because of how hard it is to win it twice. But as far as, like, his standard, yeah, I, I can see that because when you look at it, Jermaine Burton has played for two years, whether it's been at Alabama or at Georgia, he still played two years. That's more experience as far as him being on the field than Jamison Williams had last year. And I'm not expecting him to be Jamison Williams, just that level. Uh, he's got a great relationship with Trayshawn Holden. They came in together. They worked a lot together. Uh, so I, I like that. Uh, Prentice is, has to be a special player for him to be able to come in as a true freshman who enrolled in the summer to get in to be a starter. Uh, the only And then you look at the running backs, uh, as we've said, Jameer Gibbs is a Heisman Trophy candidate in and of himself and has played a lot of good college football. And the backups are guys that played a lot before injuries. The only position that is a concern of me right now as far as what can they be as far as their production is the tight end position. And Alabama is, is expected to get Cameron Latou back next week against Texas or the week after that. Yeah, okay. I absolutely so, so hold him to the same ahead, standard. Yeah. I absolutely hold him to the same standard. He, he, he's not getting bums in there playing with, play, playing with him. These guys <laughs> are, have all got uh, a lot of hype around them. I mean, Jameer Gibbs, you just heard Xavier say Heisman, which I don't disagree with. You, 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 you got a, a a transfer wide receiver in Jermaine Burton who's got a lot of hype. Trayshawn's been in the in the in the system for three years now. Cam Latou's been in the system for three years now, and you got the rest of the running back room. I mean, absolutely, I hold him to the same standard. Now, now, does he have to win the Heisman? No, I don't care about that. That's that's kind of that's a subjective award. But he's right. got to he's got to lead the offense and, and perform at a high level. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a guy that's really ready to go to break. Kind of a follow-up question that, that uh, just like I said, just more roster conversation, talking through on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, I, I, of course, I, I said that, hey, you got three all these new skill positions, but here's the question. do you Would you take this first five skill position over last year's first five? They're all new to Alabama, but – but not 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 how the season ended. But at the start of 2021's depth chart, would you take that skill group or this skill group? We'll ask that question on the other side. Thinking about what would you do with these this, this skill group? Also, we're going to still ask that question: Which one of the Heisman candidates gets off to the best start against Utah State? And what are your concerns as you look at this year's uh, starting lineup? And Curtis Lewis making a, I think he's insinuating that this Utah State lineup may look different if we were starting off with a different opponent. And I'll ask you if you agree or disagree with that. More conversation right here on the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier on Tide 100.9. That conversation coming up next right here on your home for Alabama Sports Tide 100.9. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks and traffic pretty quiet as we start this Wednesday morning. We do have a dense fog advisory in effect until 9 a.m., so watch out for patch. 100.9 brought to you by Boatworks in the old L&L Marine Building on Highway 82 West in Northport. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The weather not as humid today. The sky mostly sunny, the high 91. Clear tonight, very pleasant, the low at 64. Tomorrow, mostly sunny with a high at 92. 
Friday morning sunshine, a few scattered showers or storms by afternoon, the high 88. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 73 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Scott Smith and Southmark Design doing business for 17 plus years, specializing in graphic design services, commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business. Through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas, they'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit them online at southmarkdesign.com. Interact with the Martin Houston Show by calling us at 205-342-9904 or tuning into the Martin Houston Show on Facebook. Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9. Man, it's a Wednesday morning, Wild Card Wednesday. We got a lot to talk about. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, may not get to it today, but kind of some shocks around the NFL um, in terms of Alabama guys. None bigger than Leatherwood um, being released by the Raiders um, after one year. So, um New coach comes in, cleans house, etc. So, will he land on his feet? Um, the we we can talk about that, but we're talking Bama football, man. I mean, it's it's roster management time, depth chart time. Nick Saban uh, breaking the news yesterday, and of course, the question we had going to break, guys, is, um, uh, you know, I pointed out that hey, we only have we don't have any skill positions coming back that started at this point. Okay, so uh, do you take this uh, starting lineup skill position guys <laughs> over last year's skill position uh, starting five? Um, we'll, we'll we'll get to a, uh, our caller in just a second, but I just want to get a yes/no, and then we'll come back and talk about it. But all right, skill position, uh, running back, Brian Robinson, Jamison Williams, John Mechie, Slade Bolden, Cameron Latou. Now, now, what I got to ask you guys to do is go back to this time last year where the only known in that, only known commodity here was uh, John Mechie. Um. And, and was John Mechie, which guy that he most uh, compared to with the guys in this year's lineup? And this year's five is Burton, Gibbs, Prentice, Holden, and um, of course we got um, uh, the Oots at tight end. So uh, we're going to get a yes, no, then we're going to get the calls and come back to that, guys. Uh, X, you, you taking this year's uh, starting five or last year's starting five? Can I say draw? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can take the easy way out. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'll, 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 give it, I'll say draw and then explain why. We'll, we'll, we'll come back to why, why you say draw. Uh, all right. And then, of course, let's, uh, Joe, what's yours? And, uh, yes or no? Xavier, you got to be stronger than that. I'm taking this year. I'm taking this year's uh, starting this year's skill position for sure, and we can come back. You're taking this year's skill position, and I'm going to tell you, I'm taking this year's skill position as well. We're going to have that conversation on the other side, but let, let, let's go ahead and get to our callers. Uh, uh, Pat, you're in with the Martin Houston show, Martin Xavier on the Alabama One Hotline. What's on your mind, Martin, sir? Martin, good morning. I'm taking this year's skill positions, and and hey, because that uh, Kobe, I mean, the Prentice is undoubtedly Hank and them just totally missed on him. And I know Hank and them was like, well, we was on him at the end a little bit, well, blah, blah, blah. They wasn't on him in the beginning, and that young man's been a football player. And hey, and, I, and undoubtedly it's obvious because cream rises to the top, Martin. Well, well, hey, but you, you could, you could say that about everybody about Will Anderson based on, on, on that criteria. You know, Will Anderson, wasn't that highly recruited till down the stretch? Yeah, well, I don't know if you yeah, realize that. 
Yeah, we're down in, down in Texas at that Army game and uh, he was a bad man. That's right. Man. And of course when he got his when he got when Will Anderson got his star, his fifth star, everybody said, Oh, that's just the Bama bump. Uh, yeah, and said that he really well. didn't deserve it. Well, I think they all missed on that one. Uh, so. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Man, uh, what else you got, I, Pat? Yeah, man, I wanted to uh, get in on this uh, deal a little about uh, what y'all was talking about. I'm, I'm highly, highly concerned about uh, the tight end position. And uh, I want to, and where do you think uh, Night Black's going to fit into this deal? Because, oh, uh, He's supposed to be really, really special. And, uh, you know, and hey, another one, hey, Howard, hey, when Howard left, uh, got cut, I couldn't believe that. I mean, yeah. I, uh, uh, Le- Leatherwood, Leatherwood surprises me, but don't cry for Leatherwood. Uh, my son was a member of the NFL PC, and I had him look it up. Hey, he got somewhere around $14 million signing bonus. If he wasn't silly with his money, hey, Leatherwood doesn't have to work another day in his life except to uh, make sure that nobody takes his money away from him. Yeah, well, you know, that you know, the NFL, yeah, that both of those were kind of the two or the surprises, especially based off of what you had heard about Howard and what he was doing uh, with his new team, but uh, maybe they may bring him back. Maybe it's a money thing. Maybe that's what it is with Leatherwood. Who knows? You know, uh, sometimes when they cut these guys, or different things that they have different ways of doing contracts and opportunities. So that may be what they're doing with him. Sure. But anyway, yeah. from a, from a from a Bama tight end standpoint, uh, guys, I, I would I would ask you: uh, Are you as concerned this year uh, with the tight end position? As you were last year, Cameron Latou was a starter. Major Tennyson was second, and Jaleel Billingsley was the third string guy, uh, third guy on the depth chart last year. Are you more concerned uh, last year or this year, Oots, um, and what he brings to the table, and Kisselman, Miles Kisselman, uh, you know, uh, a guy who who's played a lot of football just at a, at a different level. Uh, and by the way, Nye Black is fourth. The the late signee from New Orleans that was committed to um, uh, Cincinnati and decommitted from Cincinnati and then ended up committing to Alabama uh, after teasing uh, LSU actually is running third and that's Danny Lewis Jr. So uh, X, you, are you concerned with the tight end position uh, more this year or last year? Um, um I'll have to say a little bit more this year. Uh, actually, you know what? I'll probably say it, it's, it really is probably about equal in the sense. Um, we thought last, last year was probably going to be better because you have Billingsley and his playmaking ability. And we thought Latou would be the inline guy. And that was, gonna, that was the way he was going to shake out. Well, coming into this year, you don't have either one of those guys. And you're looking at two guys that are at the top of the depth chart that are both inline blockers. Uh, we don't know what they can contribute in the passing game at all. So I think it's a little bit more concerned with this year than last year. Joe? Uh, you know, I, I, I think the, I, I think they're going to be fine, to be honest with you. But I think that if you talk about comparisons, you probably felt much better about the tight end position last year because uh, Billingsley was coming off of a season that he actually had a good year and people had a lot of expectations out of him. Uh, but I, I think with, if, if Latou will get healthy, I think you'll see uh, a lot, a lot of uh, a lot of athleticism out of the younger guys. Yeah, and, and, and um, you know, I don't know that that Miles Kisman may be a little better than we're probably giving him credit for. Um, you know, uh, the I, I don't know that we have a tight end that's going to be in the lines of of what tight ends have become. Uh, per se, but here's the question: uh, Does the fact that 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 tight end can be a receiver or a blocker? Because I think that we're definitely improved in the blocking aspect. Cameron Two is not a good blocker. Uh, Billingsley was wasn't a blocker at all. Okay, 
So now maybe just the fact that, that these guys do have a clear distinction that they could be in there on pass and run, maybe they don't have to be quite as good. Um, so I, I really think production-wise from a receiver, you know, we may not have as much, uh, but I think we're improved in the blocking in a running game. And, and I would say the blocking should be more improved than the receiving drops off. So it's kind of a catch-22. And, 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 of course, Billingsley, the way he came into last year was such a disaster uh, um, that we, we had great hopes for him, but he did not pan out to be what we had thought he would be either. So I, I would say draw to a possible positive as the season goes along, uh, especially – you know, when Latou is back, I think it would be a huge, huge improvement. And the fact that you have those two guys and then Latou come back, I think we may see some of that that Georgia used on us uh, with the three tight end uh, set down in the goal line, which can create some mismatches as well. So uh, hopefully they'll run the ball down there uh, with that that lineup. Uh, hey, th thanks, Pat. We appreciate you, man. Thank you, Martin. Have a All right. Have a good all right. Hey, Robert uh, from Mobile, you're in with the Martin Hughes Show. What's on your mind, sir? Hey, man. Hey, now. Hey, you get, hey, you'd ask a question about well, this year's audience or last year's? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a dumb question in that I haven't seen this year yet. Uh, it's hard no, 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 no. The question, was, the question was based off of last year's five at the beginning of the season. When you when you go back, Jameson. I mean, I know we're looking. It's sometimes hard to do this, but but think through this. Jameson Williams, uh, transfer from Ohio State, who had twelve twelve catches or something. So uh, John Mechie, who was being asked to step up, uh, he was a, in Slade Bolden, um, was was slotted with JoJo Earl. Cameron Latou had not played, and Brian Robinson was our running back. So when you look at that, Robert, Brian Robinson, Jameer Gibbs, which one are you taking? Um, well, I mean, I would say for taking with what I know now, I still would take Brian Robinson. I didn't watch it. I didn't I knew he had there was some ability there. So I would take you, Brian Robinson. You would take you would take Brian Robinson over Jameer Gibbs? I saw I, I, either from the, the previous season. I saw Brian Robinson play. I knew there was ability there. I, with Gibbs, I really hadn't seen anything because I didn't. I didn't watch Georgia Tech game. So yeah, I yeah, went yeah. to the yeah, well, You need to go back and watch. You need to go back and watch Georgia Tech games. Uh, uh, <laughs> 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 then you have Jamison Williams. Okay, uh, Jamison Williams at, at his spot uh, and. Trayson. The Z is Trayshawn Holden. Uh, Jameson Williams over Trayson Holden? Is that what the two? The two? Yep. Uh, it's, it's kind of difficult because I, I can't block out what I know already. <laughs> so that would make uh, it so that, hard. Yeah. Uh, but, 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 yeah. They were the same guy coming into last year. <laughs> Yeah. Burton and Mechie. Yeah. Come on, Mechie, of course, I think Mechie over. Yeah, I'm definitely taking that. Uh, that. That's an easy one. Yeah, well, I mean, and, and then you have. Uh, Bolden. Hold, no, not Holden, but you have uh, Slade Bolden and, and Prentice. Um, yeah, I, know, I know about Slade Bolden. Decent, but not overly impressive. <laughs> But I would take him because I wouldn't have known anything. You're talking about me now. I wouldn't have known anything about him. So I guess I would have taken Slade Bone. <laughs> I wouldn't know, wouldn't know anything about him. I wouldn't know anything about him. <laughs> oh, well, let me ask you guys, let me ask you guys a, a quick question. A couple of quick questions. All right. We know, this is a, we know this is a pick your poison game. Alabama can do anything they want. So we, uh, I got two questions for you. Picking your poison, which one would you pick? Would you, uh, which, which would you work on? Would you work on the, uh, uh, the running game, or would you work on the uh, uh, let Bryce Young get a bunch of reps with the receivers and get the you know get the feel for him and all that? And the second question is, uh, okay, I know all the Heisman voters this year. Their mission in life is to come up with ways of not giving uh, Bryce Young the Heisman trophy. That's their default position. Give it to somebody else other than Bryce Young. 
what could Bryce Young do? What kind of numbers? What can, what kind of games would it take for them to be it just to be? I I'm sorry, I, I know it'll be three times for Alabama, but I just have to give it to Bryce Young. Fifty-two hundred passing yards, fifty touchdowns. Uh, around five interceptions and an undefeated regular, uh, undefeated going into the playoffs. Joe, I'm sorry, I'm uh, just not here right now. Um, it's okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Right we back in a bit. Okay. Uh, you know, for me, it's a 50, 55,000 uh, season, which would be an improvement with five new skill positions. Uh, and lead an offense that is in the top, you know, five in the country, uh, scoring production-wise, and and have a running back that is worthy of the conversation of Heisman as well. I think Jameer Gibbs in the running game, and Bryce Young still having a, a season comparable to last year, boast him uh, a higher. But I think he has to. Unfortunately, I think he has to hit a mark. Uh, that's never been hit here, and that's 5,050. 5,000 passing yards, 50 touchdowns, and minimize the mistakes. So. And then as far as now, which one I'm going to use, go ahead. Yeah, what would you work on? What's the next uh, What would be, what would yeah, be yeah. your thing? For uh, I, I would definitely work on, on the timing and passing with Alabama, um, you know, uh, with the receivers, uh, you know, uh, and, and getting that, because the one thing about a running game, if you block guys, then 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 the running game is gonna be there, right? If I block right. guys, Jameer Gibbs is used to making his cuts, and uh, you know those guys, it's the running game. If you block, you execute. In a passing game, you can get open, but your timing can be off because. Right. Um, these guys are starters, uh, a lot of them, for the first time, and they will play more. They will have more adrenaline than they've ever had in a game in their life. Um, right. And they may be a step faster or a step, you know, you just don't know what impact it's going to have. And so even though they may get open, the timing of it will be what I would work on the most, Robert. So, all right. Anything else? I got to get the break, but anything else, Robert, before I let you go? Okay, that's it, guys. Catch you later. All right, thank you, sir. All right, coming back on the other side, we'll continue the conversation. Um, Curtis Lewis uh, saying that Robinson wasn't the starter last year. Uh, Curtis Robert, Brian Robinson was the starter last year, even before Jace McClellan got hurt. Uh, Brian Robinson uh, was first on the depth chart in the starter. Um, now, there was a lot of playing by Jace before. He got hurt, but uh, Brian Robinson, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Am I wrong about that, X? Brian Robinson no, was the starter last year, right? B-Rob was the number one guy, and then you had Jace as a clear number two. Yeah, and that's what I, Trey and Roydale were kind of interchangeable. Yeah, so uh, that's what I thought, but uh, I, I like, to, like to double check. All right, come back on the other side. We'll continue the conversation right here on the Martin Houston Show. We'll, we'll explain our draw and whether we'll take this year or next year. Uh, and uh, we'll continue the conversation right here on the Martin Houston Show. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. This is Timothy Bowens with your Tide Sports Update. After being shot recently, former Alabama running back Brian Robinson Jr. still made the Washington Commanders 53-man roster. Former Alabama tight end O.J. Howard was released by the Buffalo Bills. The Alabama volleyball team had a successful opening weekend, picking up three wins in Rashinda Reed's debut as head coach. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service 
experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99, going up to $39.99. In other words, just double the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard, right? Thighs, two large size, five honey butter biscuits, and five jalapeno peppers starting at just 20 bucks. Church's Texas Chicken. Welcome to the great state of play. Offer valid at participating locations. Nick Saban calls it the process. John Maxwell said that everything rises and falls on it. And Coach Wooden said it's what you learn after you think you know it all that makes the difference. What am I talking about? Leadership and personal development. Is your organization, your school, your church, your family, are they receiving the proper level of leadership development and personal development? If not, the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring can help you with that. We have our pep talks, which is a one to one and a half hour lunch and learn, which we can customize to meet your needs. Or we have some topics that we present that we know can help your organization. And if you're looking for one-on-one mentoring and coaching, we can also assist you with that. Visit peptalks35.com as peptalks35.com or send an email to martin at martinhouston.org. That's the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring. Into Tide 100.9 for more of the Martin Houston Show with Martin Houston and X's and O's Sports Xavier Houston. Welcome back in. Uh, don't forget about Alabama One. Alabama One, your number one source for your financial needs. More cash for your car, more buck for your truck. Go check them out. Great loan options helping you fight inflation uh, as well as uh, helping you fight increasing rising interest rates. If you're in the market for a car, right now we can get you as low as 1.99 on the interest rates and can go as high as 84 months on a used vehicle and as high as 96 months on a new vehicle, plus giving you some cash back and no payment uh, for the first couple of months. So lots of money to stay in your pocket and less coming out. Uh, as you move throughout the payment schedule. That's Alabama One, alabama1.org. And when you're there, online or in person at the branch, also ask them about us insuring that vehicle for you as well. All right, guys, uh, we don't have a lot of time here uh, this morning, but uh, uh, left before we get to Scotty Hollins. uh, But just for those who tune in on the... uh, social media side um i will do a, a little martin houston show over time uh this morning uh go about 10 minutes on the other side uh to finish up the conversation but we'll wrap up on the radio airwaves uh, with scotty hollins here in just a moment hey guys as we were going to break um the uh question of course was uh which one you're taking now, X, you kind of took the weak way out. Uh, Joe and I kind of called you out. You said that uh, you would uh, take a draw, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, and, and, and once I explained to Curtis Lewis about the um, the situation with uh, Brian Robinson being the starter, he said he's definitely taking this year. Uh, you changed your mind yet, or are you still taking a draw on last year versus this year? <laughs> um. The, the reason I take a draw is this. Uh, when you look at what Mechie did, Mechie had more had proven more than any wide receiver on this team. Uh, but when you look at the running back, Jameer has been better than, than B-Rob last year or any of the other running backs that Alabama had last year. 
Mm-hmm. So I will go. That's why I'm going with the split. And you don't know what you're going to get out of your tight end this year. And you didn't know what you were going to get out of the tight ends as a whole last year. So that's why mm-hmm. I'm kind of at a draw. That okay. There's a lot so, of so let's break down the other guys. Okay. Uh, you got Jamison Williams and Treshawn Holden. See, I think they're I think they're a wash. Okay. And then that so everybody's a wash so far. Now you taking Kobe Prentice or Slate Bolden? Talent wise, I'm taking Kobe, but he hasn't done anything yet, and neither had Slade before last year. So we don't once again don't know what you're gonna get. So 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 that's why okay. So you say one guy's more talented, but neither guy's done anything. So hmm. I mean Maybe that's your answer, Joe. <laughs> oh, Joe back here. I'm definitely so. taking Kobe Prentice, and I'm taking uh, <laughs> I'm taking this year's room. I mean, Brian, I love you, Brian Robinson, but uh, he was <laughs> he he was you know a grinder. He was a good he 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 worked right. hard. Absolutely, he worked hard, yep. and and he gave his all. Absolutely, yep. but as far as talent goes. Jameer Gibbs has uh, a lot, is, is probably head and shoulders above him in talent with speed and agility, uh, ability to catch the football. Now, Brian probably has better pass blocking, but that's a minuscule thing. Um, now, I, I, I think that this year's – I mean, you, you're pretty much looking at a wash between Burton and Mechie. And, yes, Williams did turn out to be incredible – uh, but we didn't really know how we didn't know that. Be. Yeah, so I, I, I think that uh, I, I think I'm easily taking this year's group, uh, Wait, probably saying, because of the the, the comparison between Jameer Gibbs and uh, Jameer Gibbs and and Brian Robinson. You're saying Burton and Mechie are a wash. I would agree. Mechie had a 950 have. yard season where he spent half the season as the number three guy. Where would Burton be? Where would Burton have done as a third guy at Alabama? Same thing. I don't think that statistically, I don't think that Burton would be any worse than Mechie was as a third guy at Alabama. I'm not looking at that. And I don't think Mechie would be any better at Georgia than, than Burton was. Yeah, it's not about the statistical output, it's about the skill sets. I think their skill yeah. sets are pretty much the same. That's what I would say. That's that, that. That would be my 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 statement. And from a size wise, you have to look at Jamison Williams and Trayshawn Holden and kind of say, "Huh, same guy. One's faster though." Um, well, so Holden's huh? a lot bigger than Jamo. Do right now. Burton's. A, I mean, Holden's a lot bigger than Jamo. Well, I'm talking about height wise. They're the they're our tall guy. They're our big. They're our big wide receiver is what I meant. Not the same exact physical uh, makeup. Yeah, but Holden is a bigger wide receiver and maybe more of a threat in the red zone. And Jamison was more a threat to take it down the field. But at this point in the season, we we didn't know we had that in Jamison Williams. We, we, we didn't know he was going to be, you know, a potential Heisman guy. You know, we were hoping he was good. <laughs> Uh, but he had not been able to break the lineup up there. He in this he in his third year, he had not been able to break into the lineup no different than Holden had here. Am I correct? No, you're right. Okay. So 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 to me, those two are at the beginning of the season now. We're talking about now, do I think Trayshawn Holden is going to have the season Williams had? If he does, oh my God, Bryce Young wins the Heisman. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 but I, I say Burton is a wash. Uh, I, I, I would say uh, that that Holden, um, uh, Jamison had more speed, and, and we he ended up being great. But I think at this point in the season, you would say potential wise are good. I'm taking Kobe Prentice. Um, I'm taking Kobe Prentice you. over Slade Bolden. Kobe Prentice came into camp. And in two weeks, let, let, let's not say he won it in the camp. Yes. He won it after the first scrimmage. This kid was running. He was competing with JoJo Earl for the job. I would have traded Slade for any any wide receiver we have on the roster. Right. <laughs> so, so, so now you got Kobe Prentice who, who in, in two weeks, 
jumped in front of everybody and then held on to it when he was pushed, okay? So I'm taking him over Slade Bolden. The, the only question you have is oops in the two because there is no – I mean, I love Brian Robinson. I love the way he played the game. He was a grinder. He was a Martin Houston type player. Sets. He was going to – he was your teammate. He was going to fight for you. But this dude is more explosive in the run. He's more dangerous in the pass. And you know what else we have this year, guys, that we didn't have last year? We have the returning Heisman Trophy quarterback with a better offensive line. Which is crazy to say when you had Evan uh, Neal on your offensive line. Which is crazy to say when you had Evan Neal on your offensive line. Yeah, so so we're, we're, we're better offensively everywhere. Even if you take line. these five guys in the same spot. If they were all the same, this group would be better, I think. So, I just, I just, just my thoughts. I'll give you guys closing thoughts. I got to get the break. No, I mean, if you're just looking strictly 100% from the potential, you have to yeah. give it to this year. Different skill sets are running back. Uh, one, one benefits the entire offense, while one was, was a true benefit in the run game. And then it's, it's a bunch of washes at wide receiver, honestly, with Prentice being the more talented slot. Yeah. So, And uh, Kevin Smith said, don't forget, we got a better offensive line coach. <laughs> Just throw that in there. Hey, let's get the break here. Coming back on the other side, we'll have Scotty Hosden, executive director of Blueprint Ministries. want to remind you that we're going to do a little Martin Houston show over time on uh, the social media network. So uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, coming back on the other side, we got Scotty Holland, Executive Director of Blueprint Ministry, presented by Empowerment Ministries. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks and traffic pretty quiet as we start this Wednesday morning. We do have a dense fog advisory in effect until 9 a.m., so watch out for patchy fog. If you see conditions, give me a call. It's the last day of the month. That means extra savings for you at Townsend Nissan, your hometown dealer. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Wednesday morning. Tuscaloosa's Brian Robinson Jr. recovering from surgery this morning after he was shot twice over the weekend by two teenagers who attempted to carjack him on the streets of downtown Washington, D.C. His teammates say that he's become a fast favorite on the team and they're wishing him well. Dr. Saylor. The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Get up to 30% off select appliances right now. All finishes included. Offer valid August 25th through September 14th. See store or online for details. Welcome back to the Martin Houston Show. The sound of Bama sports. Your show, your team. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show. It's now time for our weekly catch-up with Scotty Hollins, Executive Director of Blueprint Ministries, presented by Empowerment Ministries. Go check out Empowerment Ministries on Facebook and uh, martinhouston.org to find out more information about what we have to offer. That's Empowerment Ministries, presenting Executive Director Scotty Hollins of Blueprint Ministries. Good morning, Scotty. Welcome to the Martin Houston Show. Take this time to encourage us how to incorporate our faith into the boardroom, classroom, or our chosen field of play, sir. Absolutely. As we uh, continue in our series, Did God Really Say? Uh, we're getting to the end of it, but I, I now want to try to do my best to, to help uh, help us all to, to be able to be prepared um, for, for the many, um, again, obstacles, the many uh, rabbit holes, the many distractions, the many detours that, that are uh, potentially in our future. And so, uh, I, I think, remember, we talked about how um, in the Garden of Eden, you know, Satan <laughs> took Adam and Eve on, on a, a, a long detour. And he says, did God really say? And um, and we talked about, as believers, if we're going to represent God in the classroom, in the boardroom, in the chosen field of play, if we're going to do that, then four things that we have to do that we get from this passage uh, right there in Genesis chapter 3. And it is, we need to know what God says. Because, again, Satan comes and says, did God really say? So the, the first thing is we got to know what God's word says. We got to know what God says about about the matter, what, whatever the matter is. We got to consult God. We got to figure out what does He say. Second thing, we got to know what He means. 
third thing, we got to choose to believe it. We can know what he says and know what he meant, meaning we can interpret it accurately and still say, you know what? I'm not sure if I agree with that, but we got to choose to say, hey, I know what he says. I know what he means. I choose to believe it, and therefore I choose to apply it. One more thing, Martin, consistently. You hear me? Consistently. We have to know what he says. We got to know what he means. We got to choose to believe it. We got to choose to obey it or choose to apply it. One more time consistently if we're going to represent him in the boardroom in the classroom and our chosen field of play so here's what i want to encourage you uh with in terms of in these last few minutes that i have uh today this week how do i prepare you how do i encourage you um and here's the thing we have to be exposing our minds to god's truth we have to saturate our minds with god's truth um you know you think about uh we can read god's word i'll give you five or five or so ways that you can encounter god's word we can read god's word Hey, start a start a a, 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 um, a reading plan where you're reading through the Bible in a year, or or where you're reading through the New Testament in three months, or whatever the plan is. Expose your mind to God's word consistently. I'm gonna keep using that word, but also we can so we can read it. We can study God's word, going a little bit deeper. That's when we kind of uh, get a little bit deeper into the hey, here's what He means um, about this. But then another thing, we can hear God's word, and I, hey, I'm preaching to the choir because you're hearing it right now. But you can listen to different podcasts. You can listen to sermons. You can go to Martin's Church. <laughs> you can, uh, on Sunday uh, morning, obviously, you can go to a church and, and sit there. But then also you can download those messages and listen to those. Um, but then you can memorize God's Word. And then you can also, this is really important, meditate on God's Word. And meditating on God's Word is just playing it over and over and over in your mind. And so understand, when you do read God's Word, when you do study it, when you do memorize it, um, when you are hearing it, then we should always meditate on it, which is, again, to play it over and over in our mind. Here's what I'm telling you. If we're doing that, guys, then we will know what God said, at the very least. Remember Satan's, his first attack is, did God really say? <laughs> did he really say, don't do that? Or did he really say, do that? And so what I want you to understand is, he'll never get us there. But if we're spending time saturating our minds with God's word, knowing what he says, knowing what he means, Fleshing through the issues that we have with even things we don't understand and said, you know what? At the end of the day, this is different than what I would have thought, but it's, mm. it's in God's word. I choose to believe it. I'm going to believe it. Here's why. God's good. God's loving. God has a plan. Hey, God, his thoughts are higher than my thoughts. Hey, uh, you, know, he, you know, I trust God, and as a result, I'll trust his word. So I know what he says. I know what he means. I choose to believe it, and we're fleshing through this stuff as we're saturating our minds with God's word. And guess what? As a result, I choose to apply it. What's the last word, Martin? Uh, I think you said something about <laughs> making sure we're consistent and yeah, memorizing and meditating on it. You got it. You got it. So that's it for the, this week, man. Just I want and I got one more week. I want to just make sure that we have this because if we do this consistently, then we will be representing him, as Martin always says, in the boardroom, in the classroom, in the chosen field of play. Well, Scott, I can tell you, man, as you're saying that, I was thinking about the same types of message that Coach Stallings would give us at camp and Coach Saban gives. He talks about, hey, we have to all be on the same plan. We have to, That's why they give us a playbook. We have to study that playbook. We have to meditate on that playbook. And, 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 and we have to memorize that playbook because you can't be running to the sideline asking to play uh, in the middle of the game. And what does Coach Stallings, I mean, Coach Saban say? Who gets to represent Alabama? Who's on that depth chart? Not necessarily the most talented guy or the most gifted guy, but the guy who takes his talent, gifting, and ability and performs consistently. So, there you go. Wow. <laughs> All right, tell me where you can find you, Scotty. Yeah, you can go to www.blueprintstustalusa.com. Uh, you can send me a message there. It comes straight to my email. All right. That's uh, Scotty Hollins presented by Empowerment Ministries. Hey, for all of you who are on the radio airwaves, we thank you so much for being a part of the Martin Houston Show. For those of you who are via, uh, on, on chat and social media, uh, we're going to do just a, a quick overtime right here on the Martin Houston Show on the Martin Houston Radio Network. So stay tuned for that. Thanks to all the callers, viewers, and chatters for being a part of the show. Coming back on the other side uh, on the social media outlet, we will continue 